sports bet punters and fight lovers everywhere. This Sunday, UFC 251 coming you out of Abu Dhabi. This is going to be amazing. It is Fight Island. When I picture a Fight Island, I'm thinking that just everything goes on at this island. I can't wait for this. 42 degrees. The air quality is said to be unhealthy over there, but so... Uh, it's a pretty good thing that they're fighting indoors. I bring in my fighting partner and uh, self-proclaimed fighting partner in Felix von Hoff, former NBL star. Tell you what, and he came in here and now he's the UFC expert. Have you ever been in a fight in your life? No, well, I'm just trying to work out what's the bigger lie there, NBL star or, <laughs> or ex-fighter there. But no, 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 I'll tell you what, have not been in too many fights in my life. Got smacked in the face once at a frat party. And from then <laughs> on, I said, I'm not going to get in the octagon. I'm not going to fight anyone. I'm just going to watch it. Well, we're very lucky in this podcast. We're going to speak exclusive in interview to Alex Volkanovsky later on in the program. Talk about his fight up against Max Holloway. So I can't wait to get into that one. And you've organised that. You're a very good friend of his. Yes, Alex Volkanovsky. Actually, you're going to see the video. It's probably out right now of me getting my ass absolutely beat by the great man. That, that happened in, uh, in basketball as well, I believe. It's happened in quite a few areas of my life over the last couple of years, but you know, we just keep keep fishing. Oh, all right, <laughs> let's get straight into the markets. We want to make you some money. We are a betting company, so here is our expert man here. Jose Aldo is uh, the outsider up against Peter Yan. Peter Yan, the record of 14 and one. Aldo stepping down in weight a little bit here. How do you see it? Yeah, well, usually I would be a little bit worried with the 145 down to 135, but I'm not as concerned here after Aldo fought against Marias earlier this year. That was he showed me in the first round was a little bit tough, but backed it up in the second and third and showed himself that he is able to compete in this weight class because you look at him, there's not much fat to lose on that body. That is purely muscle mass losing. So when you talk about him being a kickboxer and that sort of boxing ability, you start taking muscle mass off that frame, you're usually going to use a little bit of power, but I'm not as concerned after his last effort. All right, so the tip in this one, we want to make the sports bet punish some money. Where are you heading? Now, I'm a big Jose Aldo fan, but I'm going to have to go with Peter Yarn here because, look, he just waits. He's patient and methodical. He waits for about four minutes every round and just goes for a massive flurry in the last minute of the round. Jose Aldo, I think I'd love to say that he can get it done, but just not going to be able to get it done here. If he comes in with a kickboxing, stands a bit of a better chance, but I just think the methodical nature of Peter Yarn is going to be able to get him here. At Aldo's age, it is going to be a little bit of a struggle, and especially when you talk about that last flurry of whatever round that he ends up finishing this one in. But Yarn for the knockout here is going to be your bet. If you want a bit of value on this one as well, Aldo in the first round, the only way that he can stay in this fight is if he cramps up Yarn's space and really makes him work and not allow him to download the fight. If he does that he might get lucky in the first and there is a little bit of value there as well. Ah, very good Felix let's get straight into fight number two and it is Jessica Andrade up against Rose Namajunas and now Rose Namajunas hasn't fought for 14 months since that sickening incident where she hurt her neck and it's been a long time it's been out of the game but here she is back. Yeah, look, Rose Namajunas, one of my absolute favourite fighters. A sickening incident, but she knows coming into this fight that it was somewhat, and maybe an unpopular opinion, of her own fault there. She held onto that Kimura just a little bit too long. Escaped it a little bit earlier in the fight, but then, of course, as you said, came down sickening injury coming onto her head there. Managed to escape it without serious injury, but that really messes with your head. I know that you were in an incident when you played back in your AFL days where you break your leg. You come back onto the field, you come back into the octagon. You're a bit tentative. You definitely are. You're tentative. It changes the way you fight, so it's going to be very interesting to see what sort of mental state Nami Yuna. She is clearly the better fighter here, in my opinion, but it's going to be interesting to see how much this time off and this breakaway plays with her mental state. Okay, 14 months out. She has, she is the favourite. Where's your tip? Well, I'm going to have to go with Nami Yunus to win this one via points. Look, if you look back to that last fight, last fight, I know that Andreas won, but 
Nami Yunus just sat back and pieced her apart the entire fight. Very, very unlucky to lose it, especially in the fashion she did. That's not going to happen this time. She's going to do the exact same thing. Does not need to change the way she fights at all. Just needs to stay in a clear mental state. So I'm going to take Nami Yunus to win via points here. If you want a little bit of extra value, she's won quite a few fights with a rear naked choke. So I expect her it's either winning this one by points or via submission. So you can get about six bucks to win the fight via submission if you want a little bit more value there. But it's definitely going to go the way of Nami Yunus. Ah, so Nami Yunus first up after 14 months. That is the tip for Felix. Let's get into the next event on the card. And this is a very interesting affair. So you've got Camaria Yuzman up against Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal coming into this fight. Uh, the odds seem a bit lopsided for me, Felix. Where are you heading? Well, they should be lopsided because, look, Usman was ready for this fight. Ready to go, training, ready to fight Gilbert Burns. Masvidal's just come out. We've seen photos on Instagram. I'll tell you what, he's got a bit of a pot belly going on. <laughs> he's got a bit of a pot belly going on there. So I think that Masvidal is going to struggle to keep up. This is a five-round fight. We don't know what shape he's in, and that's why it's so unpredictable. Usman, much, much better fighter. Got the advantage in almost all areas. He could probably give a little bit to uh, Masvidal on the striking front, but if this one goes to the mat, I'll tell you what, it is going to be game over pretty quick. This is for the welterweight title. Who's your tip? Oh, well, I tell you what, I hope that we get a good fight here. And there's going to be value on the other side, but Usman is going to be the one to go with here. I reckon knockout via the third round. Now, usually I'd go for a submission with Usman, but I'm going to go with knockout just because of the complete disregard that Masvidal is going to have in this octagon. He's just going to come out fighting like an absolute man on fire. If you want a bit of value... He wants it short, doesn't he? He wants it short. If you want a bit of value, I'll tell you what, Masvidal's ended some fights pretty early and he's going to come out with the same intention here. He's got almost nothing to lose. He's taken this fight at a week's notice. He's going to come out with an absolute flurry and try to put Usman on the back foot straight away. So I think if you take him in the first round, you'll find a bit of value, but the price is probably priced up just right there. Usman, a heavy favourite for the right reason. Knockout in the third round. Okay, the feature fight on the card is Aussie star Alex Volkanovski. We're lucky enough to catch up with Alex earlier via a chat on Zoom and here's how here we go. Lucky enough to be joined by Alex the Great Volkanovski, the featherweight champ, getting ready to fight Max Holloway on the 12th coming up this weekend. Great man. How are you settling in? Very good. Just uh, sitting in the hotel, soaking it all up. Haven't been out in the heat yet, so we're, we're in quarantine at the moment. But as soon as we're, as soon as we're allowed out, I'm going to go uh, see what this, uh, see what this uh, heat is all about and maybe go do some stuff. But right now we're just chilling. Now, I've got to address the elephant in the room here. We met up probably no longer than three days ago and you didn't have that scratch on your nose. What's going on with that little bandage? I think it was from our uh, little bits of uh, training together, mate. It <laughs> fixed me up a little bit. <laughs> no, that's just, um, just yeah, just a, my last uh, sparring session. Just a couple of little scratches. They're actually not that bad. Not bad at all. So it's just I've got it on there just trying to heal it. So it heals uh, uh, better for, for the fight. But, I mean, it's... Just scratches. I've uh, just had a look on the weather app and it says the air quality in Abu Dhabi. You got poor, you got very poor, and then you got unhealthy. At the moment, it's unhealthy. Well, I didn't even know that, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have got that information. But um, again, man, we're all in, indoors most of the time, you know, so I'll go out, do my thing here and there. But I mean, I don't think I'm going to be outdoors much uh, this week. I'll just stay indoors, do my thing, get that weight off, get prepared, get ready, and then time to work. Now, it's a little bit unusual, this event over in Abu Dhabi with the sleep patterns. Look, the first fights are starting at around 6am. Yours is a little later, so you got a bit of luck there. But has it affected your sleep pattern so far? I have changed my uh, sleeping pattern. So it's pretty much similar to Australia. So it's not too bad. So uh, when, when we, got, we got here um, on Saturday morning, 
and we got here around four in the morning and I was up around three, four o'clock, which is when I wanted to be. So that's the time I'm actually getting up in the mornings here, three, four in the morning. I'm going to bed around seven because uh, again, we fight at eight o'clock. I'll, I'll be fighting around that time. And, you know, I want to be up for at least four or five hours before I fight, you know what I mean? So I don't want to wait till fight day to do that. I want to make sure I get a good sleep in. So my, my uh, bedtime is uh, 7 o'clock and the whole team's doing it. So we're all going to bed at 7. We're all getting up at 3.30. So, uh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's, again, it just leaves little things that you need to do. You know what I mean? I'm a professional and uh, these are things that need to be done so you can, you know, all the one percenters. Now, how locked down are you going to be, Alex? Can you get around? I know there's a golf course, that sort of stuff going on. There's a whole lot of other fighters on the island. Are you allowed to get out and really do much while you're there? No, I went straight, like you said, straight to the to the hotel, straight to the room, done our COVID tests, and we're just in here. So I'll be out, out and about, I think, today. I think today uh, we'll get our results, and, uh, yeah, we'll be able to go see the place. So there's plenty we can do. Uh, we were sent a, a file of all things we could do, and it's uh, pretty exciting. So we'll try and get out there, but... I don't know how long I'm going to last in this heat, so we'll see. Hey, me, like most sports bed punters, we love the idea of UFC fighting, but I don't think we're brave enough to get in there because uh, we're worried we're going to get hurt. Now, what is the worst you've ever been hurt in a fight? Worst I've been hurt? Uh, it depends. Like the timing, I'm, when I, you know, I tore my intercostal muscle uh, two days before my fight. So that was uh, pretty nasty stuff. So... You know, just the timing of it. Like, it wasn't the worst injury, but to fight two days with an intercostal, you know, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do nothing. Mm. I literally couldn't do nothing till I fought. Uh, but, you know, I broke my hand and stuff. like that. I'd probably have to say my worst injury is a, a broken hand. Now, going back on the last fight between you guys, you can see that there's a lot of respect between the two of you. Did you take this rematch out of respect? Because you pieced him up enough the first time to probably not warrant a rematch here. But was it sort of a, a bit of a good bloke move on your part? Uh, yeah, I think it is, you know, I think the, the UFC and, and, and that are, are doing that for what he's done in the sport as well. Uh, for me, it's a fight that I want. Right now, it's, a, you know, a lot of people, are, you know, they quickly forget that I went out there and then shut Max down. So, you know, I, got, I still feel like I've got something to prove, like I've got a chip on my shoulder, you know, I mean, I'm using this as motivation. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready, ready to prove them doubters wrong. But at the same time, you know, I know in my abilities, I know I'm going to get this done. And I think it's the biggest fight for, for me in the, in the division right now anyway because we don't have any other clear number ones uh, contenders. Max is, a, is the biggest fight for me. And again, we talk about legacy and all that. I still believe you take out Max in his prime twice, that's saying something. You know what I mean? And, and I know I'm going to go out there and do that. To be quite honest, I've been seeing a couple of videos and seen him talking. He's getting quite salty about the loss. He's saying some things and I'm like, oh, all right, He's, mate, he's saying a few things. Yeah, he's just getting salty. Uh, like I think he called me a karate, a karate point fighter, or something like that. He goes, "I oh, would be a karate point uh, fighter, Olympian, or something." And uh, it's funny he says that because, you know, uh, even the commentary you, you listen back at the tape and the commentary they're, they're talking about how all my my shots are powerful. You know, is Alex going to last with throwing so much heat in all these punches while Max is you know pitter patting and doing what he does? You know, that's his game. So I'm quite surprised that he would say something like that. But in saying that, if he wants to be salty about it, you know, that's his, that's his problem. And then I'm hearing a couple of little excuses as well. I think he's getting some excuses ready for this fight. You know, and I, I, I'm quite surprised by it. You know, I'm, again, I, I find it funny. I'm not obviously not getting mad about it. But, uh, you know, it, 
you know, I guess losing hurts. But, I mean, I'm surprised that he's been salty and acting the way he is. But, uh, you know, he's going to have to deal with another loss uh, this weekend. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to go doing my thing and prove him wrong, prove the doubters wrong, and prove all my supporters and everyone knows that I'm the best featherweight in the world. Prove them right. Now, speaking of people talking about a little bit of trash talk here, the Korean zombie came out after your fight against your last fight against Holloway and said that you were boring. How much do you want to get in the octagon with him? Mate, I want to fight him too, you know what I mean? Again, you know, he, was, he had a team, uh, a management team that started talking a bit of trash for him on his uh, social medias and whatnot. And then uh, his, uh, his boy got slapped for it. And then he, <laughs> he's, he's all of a sudden gone, gone quiet. So that's funny. Uh, Brian Ortega's... Uh, must have a decent slap. He literally, uh, I didn't know I was about to swear, but he literally got their whole team quiet. They haven't said a peep since. So that was a good slap, I guess. But in saying that, I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind putting, putting my hands on him as well. But, you know, I've got a job to do. But again, he's got a fight uh, coming up. I think it's Brian Ortega. They've got some stuff to settle. And I'm sure the winner of that fight would uh, most probably uh, be uh, fighting a uh, Fighting me because I know I'm winning. So <laughs> sorry for the cocky, cockiness, but I'm looking uh, to fight any of these uh, number one contenders, whoever it is. And, mate, there's some exciting fights in our division coming up, like your Brian Ortega and uh, Zombie. I'm pretty sure that's happened. It's a bit in yes, supposedly. Kader, Ige next week. Mate, uh, you know, this, this division's spicing up. And I'm, I'm, I'm at the top, and they're all coming for me. Bring it on. I'm ready. Now, Alex, there's a lot of talk in the AFL and NRL world about Mike Tyson potentially coming out here to Australia and maybe Barry Hall or even Paul Gallen fighting Mike Tyson. What do you think about that? Mate, oh, yeah, I've seen some things like that. I mean, I'd, I'd love to watch all that type of stuff. Surely these blokes aren't going to get in the ring with Mike Tyson, are they? Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if that's, uh, that'll, that'll happen, but, I mean, I'd watch. I'd watch Mike Tyson, mate. Did you see him on them pads? Yeah. He could still, he could still throw, man. He was, mate. He looks scary still at fifty years old. So, you know, if he does fight, um, hopefully uh, he's healthy. But uh, you know, I mean, it's a, oh man, that'd be wild. I think it would be cool to see something like that. But yeah, fifty, fifty's uh, pushing it. <laughs> Now, of course, you've heard about the news with uh, Gilbert Burns having to step out with COVID. What do you think about Masvidal taking this one at a week's notice? It's a tricky fight. Like a, you've got to remember, Masvidal has some decent takedown defense. He loves his wrestling and he's got hands. Uh, but that pressure that, uh, that Usman brings is, is no joke. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how that plays out. I think Usman uh, just purely, you know, he's fully prepared. Uh, you know, he's been preparing for so long. And, and again, his game is a, a hard style to, you know, to beat. So I think, uh, you know, I think uh, Usman will be hard to beat on the night. But in saying that, you've seen, uh, <laughs> you've seen what uh, Masvidal's done to, to his last few opponents. He's been putting them to sleep. And like I said, he's not easy to take down. He's actually got some good uh, wrestling. Uh, people don't really get to see that. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how that plays out. I'll do my job. Sit back in the green room, eat, eat a burger, eat some chicken wings, whatever it is. And what's the fight? Hey Alex, you've mentioned legacy a couple of times in this interview so far. In your ideal world at the end of your career, what's your legacy going to be? You know, it's, it's tricky. I don't, I'm one of the fighters that don't fight for legacy. I have bring it up, as you said, because at the end of the day, you know, me accomplishing these goals that I need to do, me to, for me to feed my family, you know, you know, I need to keep winning. And that's going to build my legacy. And that's going to put me in a position, you know, you build a legacy where you are a GOAT or you're taking out the best guys, you know, you're doing all that sort of stuff. You're setting yourself up forever. 
and that's what I want to do for my family. So that's my main motivation when I fight for my family. But I'd be lying if I said, you know, uh, I don't want to be goat. You know, I do want to be goat. I want to be known as the best featherweight of all time. So that I am chasing that, and I, you know, I need to, I need to win. I refuse to lose, but I want to be remembered as the best ever featherweight, the goat. And he got to be himself the whole way through. You know what I mean? Like that's something I'm proud of. I don't need to pretend to be something I'm not. You know, uh, I, I take pride in who I am and and the sport that I that I've uh, you know the martial arts the all the principles and beliefs that, that come with, with this. And I believe in all that. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to stick to my guns the whole way through. So, and that's something I'm proud of. Hey Alex, if you win this one and against Max, and clearly we think you're going to, you think you're going to, in a perfect world, who do you want to fight next? Maybe Korean Zombie. I think if he goes out, beats Brian Ortega, uh, you know, I think that's a fight people want to, want to watch. Uh, he is exciting. You know, he's always looking for the finish and I know he's going to come. I know he's going to take risks. And that's when you're going to see me uh, put a beating on the man. <laughs> and that's where, man, that's a, that's, again, that's where I'm best. So I'm not going to take uh, silly risks, but at the same time, you know, I'm a smart fighter. I've got, I'm very calculated. And his style, if he thinks he's going to, the style that he's been fighting his, uh, you know, opponents, you know, last, uh, past opponents, sorry. If he thinks he can do that to me, I'll be uh, putting him to sleep. But, uh, you know, again, I've got a job to do. And I can't wait to, to prove myself this weekend. And then whoever is next, I'm ready. Well, thank you, Alex, for giving us the time. We know it's very, very close until you fight. But good luck. You've got the whole Sportsbet family cheering behind you and the entire country. So go get it on Sunday. I love that chat. It was so refreshing. I normally deal with AFL players who are a little bit more guarded about what they say, but he was honest, he was open, uh, he was engaging, talking about his legacy at the end. Full confidence that he's going to get this fight done. You ask an AFL player if they're going to go out and win the next week, they're oh, I don't know, we're going to follow the structures, but he's like, yeah, I'm going to knock him out. Yeah, look, they're a different breed, these fighters. And you look, he's talking about knocking a guy out and he's as friendly as he is there. And he's also cutting weight. And how friendly is he? I, I can't believe how much of a good bloke this guy is. And I really, really want to see him get the win on the weekend. Oh, the analysis, how does he do it? Well, it's going to be an interesting one here because these guys have fought before, of course. But I'm going to go with Volkanovski here. He won the last one and he just dominates with these leg kicks. And you look at a guy like Max Holloway. He's going to have to come to this fight and change so much within the space of about three months that he's known that he was going to take this fight. Volkanovski really doesn't have to change anything. It's all on Holloway to change this. And right now he's got to move to maybe a bit of a southpaw stance like he did for the final two rounds of their first matchup. But you've got to change all that. You're not going to have the same dominance with the striking. I reckon those leg kicks are going to wear him down again. Maybe to the, not to the same extent, but it's going to accrue enough points for him to be able to get this one done on points. But Volkanovski, he did say that he wants to finish this fight early. So I reckon it's going to be a tough one there. We probably want to go with him there. So your tip is uh, Volkanovski on points. My, my tip is going to be Volkanovski on points, but you've got to keep in mind he said that he's going to finish the fight early. Who are you going to go with? The bloke who got punched in the, punched in the face at a frat house or the UFC They don't want to finish champ. the fight early. They don't want to be out there for five rounds. Oh, you so. never know. Some, some, of them, some of them want to play. They just want to it's stay like out a, there. It's like a dog to a chew They enjoy toy. hurting and they enjoy being hurt, don't they? <laughs> no, but Volkanovski, look, I definitely think he wins this fight. You can take a multitude of markets there, but find the one that's the most valuable for you. Uh, good luck for Alex Volkanovsky. Fantastic interview before. Well done for you to bring him to the table as well. Okay, best bet of the card and also your value bet. Well, they both come in the same fight. I am very, very high on Nama Yunus. I'm going to take Nama Yunus to win via points is my best bet. Absolutely pieced her up last time. Should be able to do the exact same thing depending on her mental state. The other one is in the same fight. Nama Yunus to win via submission. She's pretty good at that rear naked choke and I reckon if this one goes to ground, she's probably got the advantage there. So we're going to take them both either way. Points 
or submission for Nama Yunus. She absolutely dominates this fight. Find the market that suits you there, but I reckon that's a pretty, pretty sound decision. All right, Felix, thanks very much for your insight into UFC 251. It is Fight Island. It is in Abu Dhabi. And again, thank you to Alex Volkanovsky for the interview. Good luck, man. We love you here at Sportsbet. And if anybody's punting on this or taking Alex's uh, and also Felix Von Hoff's tips, do so responsibly. (laughs) 